boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is talking Greyhounds. Racing. Tornado Tears began well wide out. He's going to scoot across and be second early as Ben Arley went through to lead. Quick Jagger went underneath them. Tornado Tears third got a clear under there. Followed by a moment to jive and Rippin' Sam not far away. Followed by Dinah Chances, Zipping Nitro and Last Royal Intention. One to go, Ben Arley turns out of the straight in front. Railing Quick Jagger. Tornado Tears two lengths away, looming large now. Four back to moment to jive and they've raced away to Rippin' Sam. Off the back, Ben Arley, Quick Jagger. Tornado Tears went for a run, got disappointed. It comes to the outer now. Quick Jagger, Ben Arley. Tornado Tears, Rip and Sam running on late now. They turn Rip and Sam into trouble. Tornado Tears, Quick Jagger. Tornado Tears, grab the lead. Tornado Tears beats Rip and Sam, Quick Jagger and Moment to Jive in a wonderful Sandown Cup final followed by Ben Arley's... And Robbie Tester right on the money. A wonderful RSN 927 Sandown Cup. Uh, Rob Britton trains the winner, the trifecta, and we see a new star emerge in the shape of... Tornado Tears. I was trackside as was Simone Fisher. Hello, Simone. Good morning, John. Gee, what a great night it was on Thursday night and super racing. The racing. Yeah. Absolutely competitive. Fabulous. Young pups to the fore. Great training and, and owning. Uh, just a really good night of greyhound racing. It sure was, and uh, another lot of history being made. And um, after last year with Fanta Bale winning, we thought, how can it get any better? Well, and even for Robert Britton, he just collects a trifecta there. And and is the $175,000 question, John, how did Rip and Sam get beaten? <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, that that's you, you just have to watch the replay a few times and watch what happened on the home turn. Nothing taken away from the winner uh, because Manners wins Greyhound Racing, but Rip and Sam was a little bit stiff. Uh, but when you think of the training effort here, Simone, here's a pup who's 26 months old, has had three goes at Sandown over the distance and has run sub-42 at each of those outings. That is master training. It sure is. It's, that's probably the best way to describe it. Um, not getting carried away, not no. throwing him in the deep end. Um, and I think Robert has been surprised as well, particularly by that first run when he was just outside mm. the track record. But not to burn that dog off either. You know, he's got that recovery from last week's heat run where he mm. was sensational. Nurtured him however he's had to through the week to have him in tip-top shape. And we saw him, he came off the speed. He hasn't done that. It was his first run. And Robert mentioned that during the week to me in an interview. He did say, um, you know, I'm yet to see what happens when he's not back in the field. He wasn't back in the field, but he wasn't leading. Um, and he showed us that he's a dog that just chases. And was also, as Rob said in the call, which was a very good call by Rob Tester, picked it all up. He was disappointed for a run down the back straight. And tornado. had to pick himself up and, and, and overcome that tornado tears. Of course. So both it, of them had to overcome adversity in the run. And for such a young dog to do that, as my redeemer did in the Harrison Dawson, that shows a lot of tenacity. It does, because we expected tornado to jump probably cleanly with Benali. Mm-hmm. Benali, you know, flew out. He and was then going ran great wide. guns. Yeah. So tornado, he did have to start thinking. Well, mm. it's just how, do a solo how do I, trial. I get, th- how do yeah. I get through this, this field? Yeah. And, and actually did. win the race. He sure did. All right, Simone, who is on the program today? Well, the three group winners, three group winners will be joining us today, John. Uh, Robert Britton, Harry Manalitsis and David Geel, the three trainers. Um, what better program can you have? Mm. Uh, How happy would David Geel be? David's just, um, oh, he's just so passionate mm. and 
he's very humble as well. He gets quite, I think, overwhelmed. And the fact that, you know, he's said many times, he's always up for an interview. He's always ready to give you his time. He said, you know, once Jill's finished, this will probably never happen again. Here we go. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> so he's, um, yeah, always very, very eager to, um, you know, he knows what it's like. He's had ups and downs like mm. everyone. So the roller coaster ride of training, whether it's greyhounds, trotters, or thoroughbreds, uh, <laughs> you don't have red letter days or nights like you did last night every day. That's what makes them so special. What's the news this week, Simone Fisher? Well, like we've mentioned, it was an outstanding night of racing at Sandown Thursday with the three Group Ones keeping everyone on their toes. Robert Britton made it back to back Sandown Cups and took out the trifecta. As well, uh, Rip and Sam Quick Jagger filling the first three places or two minor places there with Tornado Tears. Like we've mentioned, Rip and Sam cost himself that race. Her- My Redeemer took out the Harrison Dawson and elevated the Sapphire Crown. In other news, the Shepherd and Cup has been pushed back two weeks. It will now mm-hmm. be run on August the 18th. The Benalla Coursing Cup was taken out by the Don Jarvis-trained Kid Ringo last weekend. He collected the $1,500 first prize, but he had to run three times to get that. He would have slept well, wouldn't he? You would think he would have so. He slept very well on the, on the way home in the flight, in the, in the, in uh, the little trailer. Dog, in the trailer. Yes, you would think so. Um, I mentioned last week one of the great initiatives of GRV is the veterans races. Yes. So greyhounds that are aged, you know, four years plus. Mm. We've got one that's five that's still running in veterans. I think it's great to keep that longevity going for dogs that are sound and not racing against, you know, your youngsters who yeah. are um, heading up in grade and as they're, well. And they're, they're born to run, Simone. They are. And if you can keep, keep that going, going, yeah. They so love it. They do. And I spoke about Invictus Rapid last week at uh, Ballarat, who took out the veterans in best of the night. Well, he backed it up with a win at Sandown on Sunday as well, Invictus Rapid. Well done. Um, so not in a veterans, just in a, a normal graded race. So... He's, he's going great guns as well for an older guy. And uh, finally, the Meadows are hosting their famous Christmas in July. In July, four weeks of Saturday nights um, up at the Meadows. So, Gee, the, 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 the team, Joey Jackson and Marg Long out at the Meadows, they, that, that's a great promotion. It is. It's it is a, a really promotion. good promotion. And yeah. who doesn't love turkey? Honestly. <laughs> There's probably a few turkeys around up there too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hit the phones and have a chat to master trainer uh, Rob Britton. What's making news around the kennels? Good morning, Rob. It's been a, a big couple of days for you. Sandown Thursday night, trifectoring the Sandown Cup um, Saturday morning now. How have things sort of panned out over the last day or two? Oh, look, Simone, I'm really glad it's over. It was a fairly nerve-wracking um, week, having uh, four dogs in the final with four sets of owners and all wanting to win, um, even though, uh, you know, there's a chance you weren't going to win. We had the three favourites, so you sort of, you know, the pressure was on to win. So, no, it was really good. No, now it's over. It's um, relaxed and, and enjoying it. <laughs> enjoying it. I bet last year after Fanta Vale, I know that, you know, the, the media goes into a frenzy. And um, so you got that over and done with last year. And then when Fanta's retired, you thought, oh, good, I can have a breather from media commitments. And, and all of a sudden, it's just not letting up at all. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, I guess it's a good thing. Um, if, if no one's talking to you, you're probably not getting a winner. So um, as I say, it, it is a good thing because, as I said to someone um, on Thursday night, that, uh, you know, it looks like you're having a great run because you won two Sandown Cups, but We've probably had 40 years having to go to try to win one in the first place, so it, it's not a it's not a short term thing. It's something that takes a long time to uh, to achieve. 
and uh, four terrific chances you had in the final. Ended up running the trifecta with Tornado Tears, Rip and Sam and, and Quick Jagger. You mentioned to me during the week um, in an interview about, you know, not knowing what Tornado Tears will do if he doesn't lead. Um, so it must have been very pleasing to see that he was off the pace a bit and he really had to, you know, use some race marts, didn't he? Yeah, no, I was really pleased. That up the back, he... Uh, he he just they just took his uh, running for a while and he, he sort of lost momentum and and for a dog at the end of a 700 to start to come again um, is a great great chasing effort really and as I say I, I was really pleased the way he, um, he tackled it and and then Rip and Sam um, uh, when that happened it looked like Rip and Sam was the uh, uh, going to be the winner and uh, then he went up in the air so it was a <laughs> bit of a it was a very hard race to watch. It was, and Rip and Sam, when he jumped so well, you thought, oh, he's got this. He's just going to sweep around the outside. He'll leave his run till you know, around about the 700 boxes when he gets back around there, and he'll just sweep on these, and he'll pick them up. And he was held up for a bit of a run too, and like you say, he, he jumped across Benali in that home turn, yeah. cost himself oh, the race. Yeah, he was just going so well, but and, you know, look, Benali was a tired dog at that point, but... I guess coming from behind, you've you got to take your chances because you don't always have luck. It's, uh, um, and as it turned out, it wasn't his night because of that. But look, if he keeps running those races and uh, touch wood, he stays injury-free, well, uh, he'll, he'll get his turn again. Oh, he sure will. The other greyhound, Quick Jagger, how's, he's just improved so much, hasn't he? It was his first run last week at Sandown over the 7.15. He won that in 42.10. Um the improvement he showed last night as well, yeah. um, and yeah, getting well, stronger. Yeah, I knew it would be there because even though he's not a genuine seven um, twenty meter dog, he's he's certainly been thereabouts in all the group races over the seven hundred. So um, you, you knew that um, he would be right there, and he's an on the pace runner. So I think he, as a trifecta chance, he was always a great chance. Yeah, he, he certainly was. It was look just just a terrific final all round and of course Benali your other greyhound that was one of the expected leaders I mean he did a, a great job as well for a dog that um you know had been running so quick over the sprints and you even mentioned he surprised you last week in his heat run um running that 4189 he wasn't disappointing either no not at all I, I think he was a little bit unlucky too because uh he and uh quick jagger cut at each other for most of the uh event and I think that if if it was only one of them out there, three or four lengths in front, I think they might have run a really cheeky race and may have even won it. But the fact that they cut at each other and they did bump a couple of times, um, sort of it, being a um, front-running type, so I think that told on both of them. And how have the four greyhounds come out of this, Robert? And we should mention Not Available, who you had in the Harrison Dawson as well, so five Group 1 runners for the night. But how have the four stayers recovered? Yeah, I'm pretty happy with them, actually. Um, I, I, I think uh, it's well recorded that uh, Tornado Tears didn't pull up well after his first staying event. Now, he's a completely different dog now. He's um, he's on his toes and out in the yard and very happy. So I, I'm really pleased he's sort of conditioned to it. And uh, and as I said, the others, uh, they slept well on Friday, but they, uh, they're fine now. So as I say, I, I, I think that there's no issue that way. We've got... Um, uh, I think in a fortnight's time there's Brisbane, so we'll be looking at that. So that's where we're going next. 
And also, Robert, I know you've got terrific staff there, Peter Riley, Brendan Purcell, your wife Mary, son Tim. Can't do, you can't, can't do, do it about them. No, no. no. And, it's a team effort, and uh, and as I say, um, everyone puts in, and I, I, as I say, I'm the front man in it, but at the same time, they're doing just as much work behind the scenes. So if you're taking four dogs potentially up to Queensland, <laughs> it's going to be a logistical challenge yeah, as well. it is, and that's... Uh, um, we we need when that happens, you need someone at home looking after them, and uh, you know that it's, it's got to be a team effort, and uh, that's why you know you you look at your success over the years. Well, there's a very good reason that you've got a very good team. Yeah, well, obviously a good boss there as well, Robert, as well as a good trainer or an exceptional trainer. So you can take some of the credit for that. But thanks so much for joining us this morning. I know that um, you know you you're very open with the media and you're happy to talk and. It is time-consuming, particularly when you've got a lot of dogs and you've got other commitments, but we appreciate your time. No problem, Simone. Thank you. It's the expert pick, Simone's Run of the Week. Uh, Rob Britton joining us there on Talking Greyhounds Run of the Week. Simone, plenty of material from Thursday night. Can you guess what I'm going to put on top, though, John? Uh, I think I might have a have a have an idea. I think it's the trifecta for Tornado's Tears as well. I think it's been the last three weeks. I may have had him um, run of the week, but uh, I don't think anyone will deny him that title. Well, when you when you think back, uh, 26 months of age, following on from Fanta Bale, three runs of the track, sub 42 each of them. That mm. that is just a well, it doesn't get any better than that. No, and when we're thinking, how can we get better than Fanta? Now he's up the ante, hasn't he? So no, young he too. So young too. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, what's he got ahead of him? Well, at least mm. eighteen months to yeah, two that's years. Right. Yeah, could and potentially win three Sandown Cups. Yeah, maybe he could on track to do a bold trees, perhaps. <laughs> He was five when he finished racing the Warrnambool Wonder. He was, yeah. he was just one of those greyhounds you just uh, you just loved anyway. We'll take a break here on Talking Greyhounds. The other side, we'll have a chat to the other Group 1 trainers from Thursday night. RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. Love your doggies? The Greyhound Leader, RSN 927. Good morning, Harry. Thanks for joining us on Talking Greyhounds this morning. It's been a, a big week for you and a, a terrific night on, at Sandown Thursday night. Yeah, good morning, Simone. Yeah, it was a great night. Thank you. Elevated, taking out the Sapphire Crown. Um, is that one of the biggest thrills of your Greyhound career as an owner, trainer, breeder? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah as a trainer, it is. Um, as an owner, we were lucky enough to win the Golden Easter Egg in 2016 with Marrera. Um, trained by Jason, Jason Thompson, and my wife and myself owns Marera, and um, yeah, and as a trainer, elevated, yeah, great thrill. Going into the final, she'd um, probably been a bit underdone, was fair to say. Um, she had that break between the um, the speed or the restricted win final that she had going into the speed star, where she ran a seventh overall time, and then straight into the heat, which she she won quite well, but. Were you happy with the preparation in, say, the month leading up to the final? Yeah, like, um, leading up to, to Thursday night's race, um, yeah, the preparation was good. Um, she was a little bit underdone for the shootout, uh, for the speed star, speed sorry. Star. Uh, yep. Speed star, and, um, she was underdone, and I kind of used it as a trial, um, to get her ready for the, uh, for, for Thursday night's race, um, 
so yeah, yeah, so I was, yeah, happy with that. It, it all it all worked out in the end. I mean, she put that that time of twenty nine twelve on the board very early in her career, and she's only had the fourteen starts now. Um, she looked like she would be something special, and all, all of a sudden you had an injury problem, didn't you? Yeah, just a little niggly, just threw a spanner in the works. It did, and had these up on her for about two two and a half weeks, and yeah, not a good time to have have the injury going into that race. But look. She's overcome it, and she's yeah, she's come to hand nice. In hindsight, it's probably all worked out perfectly. Oh, it's worked out great. Yeah, good yeah. on. <laughs> uh, jumping from box five, what were your thoughts heading into the final? You had Miss Splendomiro on your inside, Go Seek Heidi on your outside. Both of those can begin. Uh, what were your, what were your expectations? Yeah, look, uh, I didn't mind the draw. The draw was okay. Um. um yeah, no, the draw was okay. She just had to jump um, and just push down on them and get into a good spot to win in close. That was the idea, and um, she did that, so that was good. That was, was good. I was more worried about the the Daily Dog and and the Patty and the yeah. Sydney bitch. Yeah, but yeah, it was good. Yeah. Worked out good for her. Yeah, it certainly did. At what point did you sort of think, oh, we've really got this now? She sort of shook some of those other greyhounds right off and um, won convincingly. What point in the race did you think, yep, yeah, we've got this? Oh, look, when she led to the corner, I, I, I thought we were pretty right then because she is very, very, very strong. So that's probably the best part of her race is even though she's got some speed, she's as strong. So, yeah, when she hit the front of the winning post, I was, I was pretty happy with, with everything. So that was good. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure you were pretty happy. There'd be some other people pretty happy who backed her as well, some others who, who were on the three that... Um, I know sitting in this room with me now, we're not as happy with the result. But, um, yeah, she look, she just did everything right. So you've got probably a lot of options with this greyhound now. What do you do next, Harry? Oh, look, nothing planned for Moan at this age. Um, like you said, uh, she's only young, um, still learning the caper. Um, yeah, I've, I've got nothing planned. and Sit down, have a look at the calendar and just see where we can go. Talk to a couple of friends that I, I talk to about her and, yeah. At this stage, nothing planned. So. No, and Sandown might be a good option too because she loves that track. She's had nine starts there now for five wins and a placing. Absolutely loves it. Yeah, she's done most of her racing there. Um, yeah, she's like yeah, she's a 500-metre bitch plus. So, yeah, Sandown, the Meadows, and hopefully travel in the state with her down the track for the better races. So that's, I think that's the plan for her. Yeah, I think that plan will work for you, Harry. I think we will see her going into state. Uh, she... She very much is a quality chaser there and the, the second fastest female for about um, five years. Zylia Allen was, has been the quickest female around there and she's the second quickest. So it's another string to her bow. That's great. Yeah, no, that's great. It's, it's, it's a great time standard to get down to. Um, I think a lot of trainers achieve to get a nice quick time like that on, on their resume. It's good, very good for her. It, it sure is. Well, Harry, um, has she pulled up well? Yeah, very well, actually. Yeah, oh. Very well. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. She's a, she's a professional already, winning these great races and then just, um, yeah, relaxing after the end of it and pulling up well, no injuries, all the rest of it. No, no, very well, Simone. Thank you. No, I'm very happy with her this morning. Oh, I bet you are. Thanks for joining us, Harry, and enjoy that win. Oh, thanks for having us. Thank you. Bye, Simone. Bye. What's making news around the kennels? Good morning, David. Well, you're no stranger to being a guest on Talking Greyhound, usually for Uphill Jewel, but uh, this morning, Myra Dima, wow, what a win. 
Yeah, good morning, Simone. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he did put in a big one last night. Says, um, on Thursday, I just thought that he was out of the race down the back when he was running third. I just didn't think he would keep going after a bit of a knock early. He did get a knock, didn't he? Out of boxes. Uh, the four, Bernardo, the dog that led, actually came out and um, did a left-hand turn and well, went left. And your dog did really get a bump. Yeah, yeah, just shook him a bit, just from behind the boxes at the start. You can, you see a lot, and um, he just seemed to be knocked off his stride. And but he is a very tenacious little chaser. We are lucky that he's similar to Uphill Jill, where he's um, got this will. Looks like he's going to have that will to win at all costs. And and uh, yeah, and once he got going again and got to third, I just had a feeling though, as the race was being run, that. He would have had the wind knocked out of him. You know, it's happened before, and sort of they don't run on. Yeah. But no, it wasn't wasn't the case at all, was it? And maybe this is coming from the mother. Where's Demonica? I mean, she's throwing these really strong chasing traits um, into both the pups. Not to say Fernando Bale isn't either, but um, you know, perhaps the mother's really um, got some good genes going into both her progeny. Yeah, she has. She's been terrific for us. Unfortunately, she passed away about six months ago, but uh, this is her last little bit of racing. And she she was a very good bitch herself, very hard chaser, and she really has uh, installed it right in the genes, as you say, yeah. You came up with box one in the final, David. He'd had uh, four box sixes in a row, so it must have been a relief to finally draw a decent box. It was, yeah, because we felt we'd got over, you know, he got over those bad boxes and I've just found in the past that if you keep getting them invariably you'll come unstuck. You can't, you, you won't keep winning out of box six and, or bad boxes against very good dogs and, and I was relieved. It was, you know, it didn't guarantee us, don't worry. It, we, we, we just were relieved he got the red and which meant that you know, hasten slowly, wasn't going to have the red or Bernardo or not available or, or just any of the other dogs, you know, Shardale and, and, and Hecton Bale. You know, if they had the red, it just changes it. But when you've got the red, it sort of it gives you a good chance. It does. He's a type of dog. He's run a 5.05 at Sandown before to the first mark. He's also run around the 5.15 and 5.20 on Thursday night, although he did get that bump. So... Is he still trying to work it out a bit early, do you think, or you just think he's a dog that uh, you know can be a little bit hit or miss? I think he's still uh, working it out. Um, at home, his personality around the kennel, he's uh, very um, um, playful and very immature and still a little bit, um, not, not silly, but just uh, um, a bit green you could call it, and I just feel that, yeah, maybe three or four months, if you can iron those things out um, and just become a little bit quicker early, more consistent with the early pace that, that his half-sister had, and, and yeah, it would certainly put him right up there if he can do it, you know. And I think it would be a relief to you too to see the, the position he was in um, and the, what happened to him on Thursday night. You know, he didn't give up, like you say, so it must be must give you a lot of confidence because the dog is obviously racing with confidence as well. Yeah, it does. As a trainer, you, you know, we're always trying to work out their traits and what they do and what they don't do. Um, but this guy, gee, has given us confidence, as you say, Simone. He's, he, I'm starting to think, well, you, you know, at some point he will go over 600 metres as well. 
because he constantly runs home around the 10.40 at Sandown. And it just does give us confidence now that he can come from the midfield and get home hard against the, the good dogs. Well, he, he did show that he's only just turned two. Um, I mentioned on radio last week, I said to, uh, to John Thwaites, I said, I think this dog is the real deal. Um, and he's, he's proved that already. So you've got, um, a lot of options coming up. Such a young dog. I mean, your third group one victory as a trainer in just over six months time. Um, you're flying at the moment, David. So I'm, I'm sure whatever way you go with this guy, it's going to work yeah. out well. Yeah, we'll try and um, go with restricted um, in the short term. We'll go with restricted age if we can, even though the Harrison Dawson was open for the males. And But um, we we'll probably still will look at the Peter Mosman the next Saturday. And then, um, you know, there's the Silver Chief. and But he's got to stay sound. We've been so lucky with his half-sister. And, and this guy, you know, he's been sound so far, but... He's got to stay sound, and there's some great races for, for the good greyhounds, uh, the Silver Chief, and there's the Cranbourne the Classic. Yeah, there's a lot of options, yeah, and we'll probably look at those, Simone. Yeah, well, we look forward to seeing him, David. Um, like I said, I think he is a real deal. He's already shown that, like you say, in open class. Um, we look forward to seeing what he's got in store up the over the next six months, perhaps, um, you know, when he sort of hits two and a half. Yeah, yeah, we're just hoping he can keep going and not, you know, sometimes they get sour and they can just taper off and, yeah, if he can keep going the way he's going at the moment, uh, if you're in that 29-12 at Sandown, it sort of really made me um, sit up as a, as a trainer of him and just uh, realise, uh, hang on, this guy is a real deal. He, he's what we sort of, sort of only can get every 10 years and... Then we've had Jill, and then you don't think you'll get another one for a while, and then he comes along. So it's a bit, it's a bit too good to be true. Um, uh, so we are very, very lucky, very fortunate. But oh, I put a, I hold my head off to the mother. You know, where's to Monica? She's put us in this situation, yeah. uh, this good situation to be in, in the Greyhounds. Well, David, enjoy it. I know you do, and I know you will, because um, like you say, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Simone. Thanks, David. All Greyhounds, every Saturday across Victoria, RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. Some happy people there, Simone, Harry Manalitsis and David Gill talking about their two Group 1 winners from Thursday night, Elevated and My Redeemer. All right, uh, dogs to follow, please. Last week's dog to follow, Dagani, is in tomorrow at sale, a Grade 5 final, Race 5, number 1. And my dog to follow this week is Deliver. Began well from Box 4 at the Meadows on Wednesday at only his second start. He won in 30 and 20, which was best of the day, but he won by uh, quite a long way there. It was um, a good run. So deliver, dog to follow. Do we have a best bet? Best bet, race eight, number one tonight, poke the bear at the meadows. He will be very short, but the last time he had the red, he ran a 29.46. He hasn't begun as well in his last couple of starts at Sandown, but back in oh, mm. on his... On his track, I think. I think he's a Meadows dog, Simone. Seems a bit better there, doesn't he? Yeah. Just yeah. some, some, if, if only they could talk. Uh, <laughs> poke, poke the bear, race eight, number one tonight. Uh, what is coming up this week? It's a little less hectic, I'd suggest. It is. We've got a little bit of downtime coming up now. Can catch up on some other stories and things. Uh, we're not top heavy with racing, although that's 
what keeps us going. Mm. But the Grade 5 final tonight at the Meadows over the 600 worth $12,000 and just general heats and finals around the tracks and no real features coming up in Victoria. Well played, Simone. Enjoyable show uh, today. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, uh, very enjoyable. I love this uh, because that's what, it, like I say, it's about racing, isn't it? And when you get that type of racing all in one night and um, mm. three very, very good trainers to chat Humble to. Humble people. Yes, they are. You enjoy your weekend. You too. In the meantime, you keep those tails wagging, everyone. Short break coming up here on RSN 927. The other side will uh, go talking trots. Golden Rain free-for-all uh, tonight. Amaretta, the good mare's taking on Lenny in the free-for-all. We'll talk about that in a moment. We'll be uploading the best of today's talking greyhounds to rsn.net.au.